Hey guys, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy, hard to watch world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which could be, uh, you know, boring and it can be not fit for each other and it can be maybe we'll see kind of going back and forth a little fickle about it but at the end of the day hopefully mildly sweet and uh, what we're awkwardly trying to allude to is the fact that we are talking about the continued season of four of love is blind that is love is blind season four on netflix this is episode nine and it's called romeo and juliet didn't work it's just so true it's those Montagues and those Capulets. If the families don't like each other, it makes it hard. You know, this is the 1720s. So, yeah, like he could just want to run away. We're just, if you just or not care about them and just run away and just be fine with it. But, you know, that it didn't, it didn't ever dawn on Romeo and Juliet. And it's not going to dawn on some of these other people. But yes, 10 days to the wedding, honey. Let's just like have a little imprint in our mind, a benchmark of where we are. It's now 10 days to the wedding. We've gotten through all of it, my loves, the pods, which we'll continue to allude to, you know, the honeymoon, Mexico, and like all of their weird corporate apartments and what other kind of things like it's now sits the do or die it's the 11th hour wow. yeah so we start off with jackie and marshall coming home from the cocktail party that they did not attend together and marshall wants to talk uh, he wants to better understand what's going on um and he wants to see where jackie is at uh, he asks her if she wants some water and she says yes and she doesn't want to talk about it. And I hated that. And I know that I should let people be who they fucking are or whatever. But in that moment, I'm siding with Marshall so much because I understand his need to communicate and want the communication back. I can't go to sleep. Let me tell you, this is the reason why. Because if I don't communicate what I'm feeling, my response then is to shut it down, bottle it up, and then I'll just be mad. And then, yeah, so I need to learn a different way of not doing that when I don't get my way of having the talk. <laughs> so I understand it, but I just don't like Jackie in this. I think it just is counterproductive to me hoping that black men and all men have a, have a space um, with their partners where they are allowed to be vulnerable. And I don't like that Jackie doesn't give him that space. I understand what you're saying, but you know, this reminds me of like, and this person isn't an emotionally intelligent person on the spectrum of life or was or whatever, but this is like, you should be stronger than me. You've been here seven years longer than me. Don't you know you're supposed to be a man? You know, like you, it's like, there's that thing where she does not want to talk about her feelings. She just wants to come home. She just wants like kind of, I think a different energy that Marshall's giving, but she is not equipped, capable or equipped to elegantly or eloquently give her feelings, be cognizant of his feelings, be able to talk about it in such a way. She's 20, nothing. And shouldn't even be on the show. Why is she trying to get married at 20, nothing? I don't know, but that's what she, that's who she is, honey. And, and, you know, hopefully she, you know, evolves you know and, and 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 shall we all but yeah i think that 
she is just rudimentary. She's like a little elementary. She's just like, she, I think probably has been in toxic relationships maybe and or has seen a model in which certain things equate either attraction or passion. I'm not quite sure. I don't want to like just, you know, put a lot of on her, but she, I will also say, I never thought that she came out of the gate being a hundred percent into him. So it's, I also think where I don't know, I guess I just, I'm like, she's not going to ever say the way she's supposed to say it. Right. And she didn't bow out the way when she's supposed to bow out, you know, like that's on her and whether she was trying to make something work or trying to be on TV or was like, he is so nice and he loves me. And can I just like, let this happen? And he's like classier than me. And he, you know, probably is going to go somewhere or whatever. He's like, you know, whatever she's saying, but you know, there are people that are attracted to toxic traits and there are people that can use therapy and awareness or, and or leaning into dating a more mature person that they can evolve some aspects of themselves. But then there's also another spectrum that says, you know what you want, like on, you know, like a cellular level or a genetic level. And maybe this wasn't, you know, like a pheromone thing or a sexual attraction thing, you know? Yeah. It's unfortunate to have to watch it. It's frustrating, especially because I, because of Marshall being a black man, I want to protect him at all cost. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Next, we have Bliss goes to visit with Zach's family and I mean, the way Zach set it up, you would think that this man had no family, that he was a fully orphan, just like maneuvering through the space, untethered, just like in space, in a suit, just flying through the nothingness. But he has a whole family. He has an Mm -hmm. aunt. He has a sister. Mm -hmm. I guess this whole Mm -hmm. time, I just imagined his mother being this single mother with this little son that she like Mm -hmm. hid in the back room of the strip club. And uh, while she was just like on the on the pole, you know, like it was just like I had a very yeah. He's just like in the back. He's seeing ladies in their thongs. Like that man has seen a naked woman since he was five. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I did not realize that he had any family, but he does. He has a sister, and that sister has a baby, and that baby's name is Emerald. And they put that baby in Emerald. And I said, listen, I love it. I love it. I've never heard the name Emerald. I I, I thought the other day. Because I think about Love is Blind often and I'm like, would I want a ring that everybody else has? No, I think I want a ring that has like gemstones, like precious gemstones that like no one thinks about. So like, what if I had like a sapphire ruby? Like, you know, I want a ruby necklace. I want rubies. Well, you know, so you should say that because I just read this article that they just found the most glorious ruby. It's going to be like 56 million or something like that from Sotheby's. It's just the biggest, most beautiful red rubies are beautiful garnets are beautiful i think rubies are redder and garnets are deeper oh you know like stones are so interesting um Mm -hmm. i will say what you know when we talk about rings we can talk about what you think of micah and 
Paul's option, but basically let's get there. So we're going to start with Kwame and Chelsea, honey. Obviously, as we said, she's in biker shorts. She's like a little onesie. Chelsea, like, you know, runs around this town, honey. She lives it. She does live a, a fabulous life. She's just shopping. She can wear whatever she wants. You know, Kwame looks like he is hating his life sees wife sees. I was like, it's so interesting because most people are doing activities that are couple related. This activity seems very Chelsea related. And also the dog thing was very Chelsea related, you know, like Chelsea's life, Chelsea's life, Chelsea, you know, shopping for Chelsea. He doesn't have a life in Seattle, which is weird that he would go for a show that way. They're, they're not doing any Portland shots. Um, so we find out in this episode that um, she is in this boutique. And I mean, it's one of these boutiques where the racks aren't even like real racks. They're like made out of piping. It's real niche. Okay. And it's looks like everything in the shop is all black, which I was like, listen, I'm with, I just want to peruse. I feel like those biker shorts, like the, the, she was like, I want to try this on. I went, Ooh, and I want to try on the biker shorts. And Kwame's like, man, you don't need the biker shorts. And the salesperson comes out of nowhere and is like, she needs the biker shorts. And I said, <laughs> yes yes he had on a beanie he had a beard i was into it um we didn't get to see the biker shorts so i felt really annoyed about that um but he was like yeah the biker shorts she should do so he said that this morning was weird because chelsea woke up in an attitude and then he hasn't been able to get out get out of it and i get it because when someone pisses me off i'm mad for the rest of the day if they try to ignore that it happened chris (laughs) basically he goes, are you okay? And she goes, do I look okay? And he's like, I already don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I already don't want to deal with you feeling any sort of anger or any type of way because I don't have love Micah and not you. <laughs> oh, all right, Alex. So mm-hmm. basically it made him feel, you know, some type of way. And he talks about that specific moment. And then he, I will say this, they actually have a really good conversation. He's like, that felt confrontational. And she tries to push back, but he's like, no, that wasn't direct. That was confrontational. And he also, vulnerable, I almost said himself. He he's vulnerable in that he shares just how alone he feels and really trying to isolate for her the feelings he has in relationship to the fact that she is amongst all of her home, her bed, her family. And he doesn't have one pocket. He says that brings him peace. And that made me feel really, really bad. And um, I think that I, I really, really like Kwame's spirit. You know, I just think that he's easily manipulated and easily, um, you know, He's dumb for liking Micah pretty much. And Chelsea represents someone who's much smarter, especially than Micah. But at the same time, Kwame doesn't want to be controlled. And I feel like Chelsea's life and Chelsea is very controlling. In this way, in this conversation, it starts also with her being like, have a chocolate strawberry. He's like, no, babe, no. And I've already had one. Have a chocolate strawberry. He's like, oh, okay. You know, he's like, I've literally had four you know like she's like oh she has a moment of being and i'm being obviously a little intense but she can she can be intense and uh as she says direct controlling in such a way you know here's someone if they said like no i'm good not having a chocolate strawberry why are you bossing a man to have 
to put something in his mouth like that. You know, it's a it's a weird thing. You know, I don't know. So, Wa, go ahead. Yeah, he actually says that her outfit is tough, which like is very is a very black American thing to say. Now he's not black American, which I found interesting because my mom says things like that. She goes, "Oh, those shoes are tough, right?" So it's a very clear thing, and she's like, "Just say I'm beautiful. Just say it's beautiful." And I was like, "No." He's going to say it how he's going to say it. Like, you don't get to choose the words that he used when he says that he likes your outfit, you weirdo. So that was the point where I was like, oh, okay, I can see it. Now, the truth is, and I, I, I like the way that he eloquently said what he said about his pockets of space. He has, he can walk with the dog. She can walk the dog if she feels a certain way. My thought is, if he really was into her, he would make it work. I, I, and, and maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm putting how I would be, excuse me, how I would be on somebody. The truth is if I like, if I'm happy with someone, I I can almost about be anywhere. If I'm not happy with someone and they take me somewhere that I don't want to be, then I'm uncomfortable. And that's something I've had to learn about myself because I found myself in plenty of spaces where I was uncomfortable and I'm like, oh, it, I look back and I'm like, oh, it's because I didn't like the person. I have a very honest question for you. Mm-hmm. Would Kwame love his life in Scottsdale, Arizona with Micah? Yes. I think he would figure it out. I think that he would figure it out immediately because he'd be so happy with her. Like, yes, you would have those moments where you're like, man, I just wish I could see, go see my friend. And man, I wish I could go to this place that I normally go to. But I think when you're excited about, I, I moved to Minnesota in the middle of the winter. I don't even know what this city looks like without there being mounds of dirty ass snow everywhere or like wet streets and sidewalks, right? But I'm like, oh, I love it here. <laughs> like, I haven't even seen the best part of the city and the best way that this, this city can look. And I'm like, oh, no, it's great. I'll find it. I'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and that, but that's just me. So I'm putting my emotions onto him. Mm-hmm. I just think that if he was in Scottsdale, he would figure it out. <laughs> so <clears throat> basically, uh, after that moment, we go to Tiffany and Brett. They're meeting his friends and fam. And, you know, they have another thrilling conversation. <laughs> but no, this one's actually better. A little better. But it started off boring. I literally wrote boring talk about. And then it got a little better. We could talk about this. But basically, another talk about why they picked each other and why they're together, which is somewhat interesting. Because Brett gets into that Tiffany and him, like, compliment each other because she a wants to start a family and for the first time he's not afraid of hearing about starting a family and he feels like with her she'll match his energy and or inspire and or be ambitious with him to build generational wealth which i thought was okay listen for his family for him the family which i thought was interesting only because she literally all the time talks about like how she he spends so much money and how like she would never want to like spend 1200 for two me and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know. Like, is that, Oh, they ever talk about that kind of stuff. I think they probably did. I think it's one thing to want to build generational wealth and it's an entirely other thing to not have a roadmap to it and be worried when you, when someone spends something, a, a large amount of money on something that you don't necessarily feel is worth it. I think those two things can be true. She just, uh, sometimes folks, when they don't have a lot of money, like she has a roommate right now, 
Um, so like she doesn't have as much money as him, doesn't have the 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 like ability to be able to like think about money in any other way besides probably holding on to it as much as you can. Um, mm-hmm. I think the interesting thing that he said is that he when when you just said brought up about wanting kids, about not not worrying about somebody who didn't want them, and B that he says that women judge his past. And I thought, are you who are you dating? Are you dating younger women who don't want to have kids? And are you dating women who, who are like, I just, when it's the same thing with Zach, like, I'm like, are these, who, what, where are these women from? What are these women's backgrounds? Like, I guess I just don't put as much emphasis on where people come from as opposed to where they currently are. Yes, that person had a poor upbringing, but like, what does it have to do with the lawyer that is standing in front of you? What does it have to do with the shoe designer who works for Nike that is standing in front of you, who says that they want better things and communicates well with you? So I think, I'm like, I feel bad for Brett. And Brett has a crazy banging ass body besides all the like success. And he seems pretty like, you know, forward thinking in his brain cells. So my thought is maybe in, in outside of the pods, he might not have dated somebody who was a little older than him. Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. And, you know, whatever, whatever people's deep insecurities are, they often are prevalent in their childhood, you know? And so childhood insecurity about money is something that is very hard to go away. You know, I think that Remember how that was something that like Bernie Madoff had to deal with and, not, and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, it, so anyway, that kind of insecurity, I think just like someone who maybe like was a little chubbier as a kid can always sort of feel like the chubby kid, you know, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. there can be kind of like that indelible scar that exists on like a psyche that, you know, anyway, but also can make people try and strive for success in such a way but at the same time we see our inner child so clearly that we think that people see that person as well yeah i also think it was interesting that tiffany said that she was happy to date somebody who was thinking about the future and always growing and getting better and i thought i understand that exactly depending on the demographics of the folks that she's and the background of folks she's used to dating or having to date, you know, because of her dating pool. Yeah. Sometimes you do run into people who just don't have any ambition or the kind of ambition that they have isn't long lasting ambition. Like I dated this guy here who was like a hustler who like had two jobs, always were looking for a third, but they were all dead end jobs. And my thought was, why don't you think about hustling and getting a job that has growth so that you're not going to be hustling, doing jobs that are dead end for the rest of your life. Because like at 32, what's what's the end game? You know, if you are going to be doing all of this, quit doing that and go into sales or something like, you know, so, so that you can build yourself up. Yeah. So anywho, next we've got... Um, Paul and Paul and Micah go out to eat and Micah reveals that Paul's mother has been texting her asking her about her wedding dress and her mother's wedding dress because she's like really exciting excited about it 
And then they start talking about where they're going to live again. And she's like, well, I got to bring some clothes here. And he's like, you've got more clothes. And she's like, that's like one fortieth of what I have in clothing. And I'm like, how do people know fractions? Like, what does even one fortieth mean? I can't even visualize what that means. Also, like, are all of your clothes in style? I guess I'm somebody who like, I cannot, if I've had a dress more than two years, like two summer years, like this was a dress that I was wearing did I wear it last summer? And it is now a night dress. Like it is now a, a dress that I wear. So like an outfit and a dress will get one season. And then after that, I might keep it, but it will become a walk around the home dress. Uh, so that's kind of how I operate it. So I'm like, girl, give some of that shit away. It's probably not all in season. It's uh, it's the retail not. in me. It's the it's retail in me. Not. No, I get it. I'm high low too. So I have some things that keep and then some things that I yes transform as they get worse for wear. So basically has the same conversation, which is that she's just like, I want to live in Arizona. Also, I want to have a reason to not want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, then Zach meets Bliss's mom and sisters. Okay. And this is a beautiful scene. The mom and the sisters are soups cute. They've also obviously all been told that he's a lawyer. Now, I want to know how much he makes. Let's talk about it or not talk about it, but can I know? Um, you know, they are very loving toward each other and very respectful and obviously have a lot of feelings and warmth toward each other. Her sister has straight hair. I I didn't quite know what was happening with the mom's hair. Uh, what I was, I was what confused. I was, seeing. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, the sister, they, they all straighten their hair. They don't allow their hair to be in its natural form. And it's very rare in, in this like natural hair era for black folk to see because because Bliss straightens her hair too. Like, and so my thought is, is it in a, is, is this, is this a perm? Like, are you, are you having a relaxer in your hair right now? Like what's going on? And they all have three different hair textures. In fact, that you, they all have three different names. Like the first one's name is Anna Lee, which I'm like, maybe she's named after somebody's Mima. But then mm-hmm. Bliss's name is Bliss. And then the daughter, the youngest one, her name is like Tatiana or something. And I thought to myself, wow, you could not have named your daughters all the three different of names from different sources. Like based on Bliss, I really thought that she was going to have a sister named River and like a brother named like, you know. Pedro and, and yeah, and then there's like, <laughs> yeah. a, there's like there's, you said, the whole Chantel. It's all Chantel. Winter, Sierra, uh, River, you know, Royal. I thought it was going to be all of Joaquin, those. you know, all the Phoenixes, you know, all those other. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was so <clears throat> weird. And the mom, I was like, is she wearing a wig? Like, tell me what's happening. Like, I need to, I need any clarity. And I know I shouldn't because like, you know, black people are allowed to do whatever. But that youngest one, Tatiana, I was like, do y'all have the same dad she was like pasty <laughs> she was pale she was it was a pale one um and i just was like you know it, it saddens me when like black women feel like they have to straighten their hair i mean and if you want to you want to get it but like i was like bliss like you're the flyaways are killing me i need you to give me a natural look because it's that flyaway look that i don't that i hate so much i know i i have that too when i it's so annoying because i have that too when i straighten my hair which just means that I can't ever straighten my hair. I mean, you can, but then you, you, it's like you make sure you hairspray it or whatever you do to get that to stay. And then you can't keep it forever. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So basically then Zach in front of all these women decides to tell him oh. them all that their daughter slash sister was his second choice. 
but he says the thing that he should have said before this is the thing i would have alluded to in like episode four or something five is that zach should have said to bliss i didn't choose you because i was scared and this is what he finally says i didn't choose your daughter because in the past romeo and juliet have not been able to get married and romeo and Juliet didn't work out like because I felt like I have been judged by previous girlfriends, parents when it's like well-to-do. And I felt like you rich uppity Negroes would judge me. <laughs> and so I didn't want to be with you. I didn't want to be with your daughter because I felt like you guys would judge me. So I chose the one who grew up poor in Russia so that her parents wouldn't judge me for being a stripper's daughter, son. Yes. He <laughs> somehow blames their reaction to him in his mind as being the reason they didn't pick bliss therefore pre-challenging them in the moment to have a good reaction and better like him so that he still picks their daughter slash sister bliss it's all i think i think that he's can i be honest there's parts of him that i i don't know honey i don't be honest. know no, same. i don't know if i don't trust it i don't you know jacks i don't know jack said it too but i don't there's something i don't like him picking arena i think that if he picked arena she, bliss was right bliss said it if you pick this person it says a lot about you and i need to know it and he was like what i'll pick her and then bliss was like okay forget it i just for, i'll yes can i marry you You're, i mean I miss the tiny moon. I don't care. I'll still jump on. Like that should be the pick me a pick me. This episode's called Romeo did it work. It should be like, pick me. I'm so sad for her. You know, what a miss bliss. What a miss bliss. Hmm. I'm not sad for her. I'm happy for her, but I see what you're saying. I don't think you're wrong. Never wrong. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I just like him so much, but he does tell too much. And the mom's like, no, no, no. Go ahead and tell the story. Go ahead and tell the story. Cause she's like, Oh, you gonna say everything? And he's like, Well, we might as well. No, you might as well not. <laughs> you might as well not. That was a weird thing. Uh, what is what next happens? So, so Kwame then wait. goes and visits Chelsea's uh, family, like the other the, the mom side of the family, which is just a bunch of white women, just walks into white world is what it's just so <laughs> just uh, just it's just woman after woman. They all he says they they're all a bunch of Chelsea's. He says a bunch of Chelsea's. Okay, he actually says it now. Having now to his now he's wrong. They are a bunch of white women. They all look very different from Chelsea. They're different ages, different you know, like shapes, different body, different hairstyles, different everything. So, but, you know, just like it's overwhelming what he's dealing with right now, which is a lot of Chelsea's, but this is what he picked now twice. So come on. I mean, you know, can you imagine meeting Micah's family? So, but can you imagine Micah now, now that you know everything, think of Kwame and Micah's friend, the one that like hated Paul for being smart. Think of that. Think, think of that. Okay. So just think of it. Just now let your mind do that little dance. It's a fun dance. So then, um, Chelsea, like, you know, is trying to twalk, talk, twalk, 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 I said twalk as a Kwame, twalk, twalk, talk Kwame up like, oh, he's so talented. And he does this, does that. Uh, did I tell you about his great singing voice? And we all were with her until his singing voice because bitch, we heard that. And it was, it wasn't great. I, it not only wasn't great, it was bad and he didn't even try because he he was like i want to make this song and you're gonna sing the 
chorus. And then he like, listen, he plays guitar, which if he had just, if she had just said play guitar already would have been great. But this bitch was like, his fucking Andrea Bocelli over here and like, not it. That's not what it, it's not, you know, not it. So, um, I didn't even then, know what she was referencing. I didn't even know what she was referencing when she said that I completely forgot about him playing a guitar until he said, and I play the guitar. And I was like, is she referencing that song that apparently yes. everybody found out was from TikTok that he didn't even make up himself? <gasps> that was the T girl. That's the word on the street. You know, when you found these things out, you could just like go ahead and post them to Talkie Sweeties. It'd be great. So anyway, the mom, yeah, the Instagram that we have for this podcast. So anyway, um, at Talkie Sweeties on Instagram, go ahead and follow. So anyway, but his, the mom is like, let me talk to you for a second. And she pulls him aside. We're like, oh, here it is. Like, you know, like we're going to have the mom like say something. And then she's like, I need to ask you some really important questions, Kwame. And Kwame's like looking at Chelsea's mom. And then Chelsea's mom is like, what do you think of Rocky? And then he's like, oh, the dog? Then the dog, I uh, love that dog. No, I'm like, I'm always like with the dog waiting for her to come home with the dog. I've been saying that same sentence over and over again. So it's got to be true. And she's like, and let me just ask more, like more about the dog. Like that's her baby. So you guys have a good relationship? He's like, yeah, no, I've, wow, this is the thing. Yeah. Um, he was like top three, top three best dogs I've ever had to deal with in my life. And in fact, I had a pet as a child. Um, it was a squirrel in Ghana. And the lady's like, oh, so immediately she goes into like woke white lady. And she's like, mm-hmm. in Ghana. Oh, cool. A, a pet squirrel. That makes so much sense. Uh, lots of trees in Ghana, is there? How do you say squirrel in Ghana? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, Chris. It what? was hilarious. Also, Chelsea, her mother is like Chelsea with black hair. Same face. Black hair, actual eyeliner, and mascara. Like, it, it was it was so interesting to see. She's like, look at it. I love it here. I love Seattle. I love this view. And I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty posh-ass view. This is like the view of a lake home. You would yeah. love this because this looks great. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. No, she like definitely comes from some money, you know, like, like this woman like lives a good life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that she's, you know, billionaire, but she obviously, you know, she's lived comfortably and, and knows that life. So I'm happy for her and her family. And this is a gorgeous like view. And she really is like trying to like push it on Kwame, like, see this, all this could be yours. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and he's, he's, she's <laughs> like, oh, when did you come from Ghana? And he's like, when I was eight. And so she's probably like, when did you learn English? <laughs> I feel yeah. like that was the narrative in her head. She's like, oh. This oh. person speaks perfect English with not nary an accent. Doesn't sound Jamaican at all. Wow. I mean, she has no idea where Ghana is. She thinks- No, I know, I like it. Like, it just, like, it was, I was like, wow, this is, I mean, I wanted her to have a chunky necklace and like a cool chandelier earring and she would have fit that like, she went into like woman mode anyways so now we have everybody's going to get their wedding uh and their suits wedding dresses and suits Mm -hmm. and i had like i don't know if it was the chardonnay but i had a moment while one of them was trying on their dresses and the mothers like they 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 pulled at my heartstrings when all the women are trying on dresses the mothers like walk up to them or best friends or sisters walk up to them and like hold their hand and like say the best wishes and listen i unfortunately because of my experience in this world 
have never thought truly about my wedding dress or a marriage or anything like that. You guys know this. You love me. You follow me. Um, and so I actually kind of got teary eyed because I was like, wow, I'm probably never going to have this experience. And if I do have it, I'm going to be so freaked out the entire time because I'm not going to believe it's, hap- it's happening. So I got a little emotional and it was so weird because I've, I don't usually get emotional. Normally these things are boring for me and this actually got me. So I was like, good on you, Netflix. Good on you. You know, I have a remedy. Here's the thing. I have watched so much TLC say yes to the dress so much, so much so that I have viscerally lived this moment. Now, usually the moment happens where the dress happens and then everyone picks the dress and then the veil happens as a final touch. And that's like the, well, we crown the winner. And, you know, every episode has at least two, two different brides. And I've watched, you know, maybe just like ballpark number, like 79 seasons of this. And so it's been a lot I've seen and there's at least like 245 episodes a season. Okay. It's a lot. No TLC just like threw out so many of these, you know, they just kept making different seasons, seasons in different cities, different like weird dress shops. But basically I feel like I have lived it and it's been a, like a Panina Tournay dress that I have put on, you know, and I look great. And like, I put decided, you know, against, you know, what they want to do and make it online. So I kind of look like a hooker, but you know what I'm saying? Like, also here's the thing about wedding dresses as well. You have to really trust your gut that you are going to pick something timeless because nothing stamps you into dated oblivion than a wedding dress because a prom dress happens at everyone at 17 and it's like, nah, what all everyone's prom dress is like, but a wedding dress feels like your adult decision. And so it's a lot of pressure, you know, like, and every year we have the different ones. Like, you know, we're having a lot of lace right now. A lot of things that are like lace appliques where it looks like it's like sheer netting. So it kind of, you know, looks like it's on the body. I mean, it's all beautiful or whatever. It's, this is a beautiful look, but in 10 years from now and we're on to the next thing, will this be like, Oh, that person got married in the 10, probably from the year you can guess it, you know, nine or 2019 to 2026 was like, you know, that or whatever. So it's just, all these dresses are beautiful, but interesting. Go ahead. Can we all agree that every single dress from like the 1980s was terrible except for lady die? Uh, oh, from the, from the 1980s specifically. Yeah. 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 Like I think lady diet and maybe a few choice others that I haven't seen in my life, but like it was, it's dated, but it's still, I, I wonder if Grace there Kelly. were Grace Kelly. She got married in the eighties. No, but Grace Kelly is the best, the best wedding dress of all time. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm talking about from the eighties. Like, I, so I'm, but like, I, I, so, cause I wanted to just say like the eighties, all the dresses from the eighties were bad. And a lot from the early 90s, too. Except for Whitney Houston's. Whitney, Whitney Houston's was, that to me was a timeless classic as well. Uh, when she married Bobby Brown. Um, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, anywho. Yeah, I got teary-eyed. And so they went through the whole thing. And Micah's dress was, I hate to admit it, the best. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bliss. I, I was so sad with that choice. It was too much happening. 
It's a lot of titty, you know, but it made her feel really, really good. And I also feel like it was sexy. I think that there's something about her that Mm -hmm. she wanted to like be like, you thought you picked Irina because you thought she was sexier. Like, just so you know, I'm like, I'm fucking sexy too. Like, don't think it's just my dad. Yeah. Also, um, don't think it's just my dad. No no laugh for that. Oh, because he thinks her dad is sexy. No, but just because, no, like my dad, like her dad is not sexy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Sorry, Christ. I, sorry. I'll kill, I'll kill you right now. I ruined it. I ruined it. I forgot to write down the time we had the good mm. joke here. Episode, hold on. Episode, what is this, nine? So, no, yeah. I, you're going to listen to this, 35. Mm-hmm. We also found out that um, Micah's mother might have had some kind of cancer because there was like a whole moment where she was like, I didn't think I would be here for this moment. So is Micah kind of doing this because she's like, you know, I wasted a lot of time and I might not have um, had this opportunity with my mother and and thank God I do have it. I was like, wow, this really made me think of Micah as a human. Now, they did like cut to Micah when Chelsea was standing on the block with her pink shoes on talking about walking down and seeing Kwame. I was like, oh, producers, you're shady. Um, But really, I'm going to tell you right now, there was not a titty to be had. Okay. I think Bliss was the only one with any kind of titties. And I'm not saying you have to have titties. But maybe Bliss, yeah, no, Bliss is the only one. Tiffany, no titties. Chelsea, no titties. Micah, no titties. If Jackie were to be there, no titties. And speaking of Jackie not being there, Tiffany text messages Brett and says, hey, is uh, is Marshall at his fitting? And Brett's like, yeah. And she's like, because Jackie's not here. And then Brett looks over to Kwame and is like, hey, Tiffany just texted me and said that Jackie's not at the fitting. And I don't know if they had a bro moment, but then Brett goes over and tells. No, there's a, there was a, a thing You heard here. that? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, a very loud motorcycle in the Orange of Counties. Um, and yeah, so I was just like, dang. Now I felt if I were Brett, I would have minded my own business. But Chris feels differently. Go. Listen, very early on, these bros have broed up. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they do bros hate, as brodies. Have you know, like you know, like it's the three lovely black gentlemen and the two <laughs> white guys. Okay, that's and the two white guys. I think like kind of tolerate each other, but like not. But but truly, we have seen deep conversations with Kwame and Brett. And Marshall a little <laughs> bit here and there. Why are you laughing? Did you see? Did you see Kwame hug Paul when they when they first got to the wedding, the, the fitting? I said yeah. to myself, "Oh my god!" You know that person? <laughs> you guys are friends. Yeah, Kwame hugged Paul, and I was like, "I gotta tell Chris." So that's what I was thinking. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, but you know, you just you just it's very rare that you actually see a conversation. Anyway, God bless. Okay, so and but they're really friends, like they're really close. That's the reason why I want to say this because like they you've seen so many conversations with them, and also why wouldn't he? Why would he have? Why would he want Jackie to like play his boy? They probably are like Jackie's a you know like they don't like that. Like you know like she's not doing it right. She's being disrespectful. So a hundred percent. So I think they're like, well, fuck her. We're not in like, we don't, this relationship is whatever it is. Like now it's to the point where you're weighing whether you're respecting someone's relationship over the dignity of someone's like man or personhood, you know, like same thing, you know, like 
If you know, if I was had a friend on this show as a female and I was watching their relationship happen and someone told me that their man didn't show up, I would tell her. I wouldn't because I'd be like, at the end of this day, like, fuck this person. Like, you're on national television. And it's like, I don't want to, why would it, you know, like, if this person was to then find out and then no one had told them, I think I'd be really, really sad. So also, Marshall has one hot ass friend there. The hot, one of Marshall's friends is so hot. Also, I really like the guy that's um, ta- the tailor that seems to be tailoring all the gents. First of all, you very much know he like knows his shit. Like when he describes the tailoring to Brett, like Brett, I think a little bit like has a micro orgasm. It's fine. Yeah. But like, but you know, like he's just like, I know what I like. I know what's good. He's like, yeah, this, yes, this works. Yes, yes to this. And then I think it's Zach that. God, yeah. I feel like it's Zach, but yeah. yeah, Zach says something fucking bananas. Zach <laughs> has absolutely no style, and this man's like, this man I'm is sorry. like, uh, we'll see. <laughs> he's like, first of no. all, you're not walking out of here with a periwinkle outfit, okay? Like, he's like, absolutely not. So it's funny because Tiffany went and she was like, Brett's really into detail, so I have to get something with you know with his designer mind in um in mind. And I was like, what she got, I was like, I don't know if he's gonna like that, but it's okay. You tried. You thought about it. Um, but yeah, so that was that moment. And then we cut to Jackie going on a date with Josh or just having a, a meetup with Josh. I, I like my thought was like, why couldn't you wait until you just ended things with Marshall? Why did you have to do it the exact same time? Did the did you tell the producers that you wanted to see Josh and they were like, Great, we'll do it the same time you're supposed to go to the fitting? Like, what was that about? Because she even fully changed her hair and her outfit when Marshall got home later on that day or maybe it wasn't that day and they just kind of played us to make it seem like it was but Marshall gets back to this to the spot and he's like I thought we were on the same page and she tries to act so sincere like she's like I'm really sorry that you did this da 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 and um you know I really did like have love for you or liked you or something like that and he's so angry he can't even hear her and he has the audacity to ask her for the ring back that he didn't pay for i loved i was like what the yeah like this is by the show unless you're gonna tell me right now that you paid for this and she is just like no i will not be giving back the ring because i said yes when i said yes because it was true and then he was like all right, well, I even want the ring back. And I was just like, okay, this is so childish. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. It also felt like that she had met up with Josh at like a coffee bean. It looked very coffee bean-esque to me. Like she just looks, she just wants, she wants someone less. She wants someone less. It'll make her feel better. And you know, like, and yeah. it's not gonna be ever, for, that's what she, I mean, the fact that she'd even meet up with Josh and say the things that she did, which is yeah. like, oh, you know, like, first of all, Josh is off his fucking mind drunk talking to her, but she's like, oh, Josh, when I heard your voice, my nipples were just like, boop, boop. you know, like, you're just like, uh, uh, the minute she said that, it made Josh laugh with the ease that he is being flirted with hardcore, you know, and yeah. like, it was just altogether just like messy. And you're right, Wa, like, why you wouldn't have not only it's like the dignity you have for someone as well as on tv to be like i don't fuck with people and my karma and my open lines of communication if i have said yes to someone's engagement on television i'm gonna go ahead and let this person know that i am no longer a hundred percent interested and his person is free and then i will meet with someone and like she met with him and then the end of that meeting he's like well you know 
uh, let's just try it out, you know, like, and they kiss, like they're suddenly together yeah. as if, and I, this part was a little weird to me. I'm like, okay, fucking producers. Like you try to do this already. where like, you know, you, Irina leaves and you try and like have bliss bypass a honeymoon and then just like get right to the altar. And I was like, for a moment, I was like, are you insanely thinking that I'm going to believe that now Josh and Jack, Jacqueline are like going to go what from this moment to 10 days into a wedding? Because I honestly feel like that's what they're mildly setting us up for. No, and she... Oh, sorry. Oh. Go ahead. She said... Oh. <laughs> the last thing I'll say is I also want to know if, uh, where... I would love them to bring in one of the Marshall women that he was talking to if he's been talking to other women and he's so great. Like, how come we can't do the same thing we're doing to everyone, which is bring in... We should have been bringing in Marshall's Josh. Because yeah. if Marshall was, yeah, okay, then also then my point made. Yeah, like I don't remember what I was going to say at all, but um, it it just makes me mad because she. Oh no, I do remember. She says, "I can't give you marriage right now, just so that you, if that's what you want, I can't give you marriage." And I'm like, "Why didn't you know this two weeks ago?" Like, it's just, you wasted our time. You wasted Marshall's time. We want to see a couple try to do something and then them, then them say no because you have an out at the end of it. So why didn't you just get the fucking dress, go to the wedding and say no, and then come back on the tell-all and say, I'm now dating Josh. Like, that would have been completely acceptable. But all of this, like, espionage and, like, shenanigans, I'm just not into. Um, did you see that TikTok that I sent that was like, you know, if someone shenanigans, you better believe them because they're going to shenan again. I loved <laughs> I it. Like, I loved it. And then there was another one that's like, you know what's right? Because if someone is going to hula, you better watch out because they're going to hula again. I was, it was hilarious. Anyways. <laughs> I didn't see the hula again. <laughs> I loved it. But like the shenanigans, shenanigans again, I, I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, here it is. That's the end of the app. It was um, scandal lesso, um, very scandaliso. Um, mm-hmm. And we are gearing up for, you know, a couple more eps and the tell all. Like we said, thank you so much for being on this journey for us. If you haven't yet, please consider following us on social medias. It would totally be great. Um, but you know how Mike is a social media manager. Mm-hmm. If she could uh, get in touch with us, we would really be happy because we really need someone to grow our Instagram. If it's not Micah, will it be you? By following us and liking all our posts at DocuSweeties on Instagram. And then also DocuSweeties on TikTok. And at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. Wa, why don't you tell us what you're laughing about and also tell us uh, how to give you $10. Um, also, I wanted to just let you know that we fully talked about episode 10 just now. But you can listen to us on, uh, you could get the visuals of what you heard. <laughs> on patreon for ten dollars a month at patreon.com slash docu sweeties um yeah it's a good time over there i've watched season one of 90 day fiance and i'm going to do a recap of it for patreon only patreon you get like you get the thing after we're immediately done with it so it's like chef's kiss um and that's it so we like you guys we love you guys and i don't know what we're going to talk about in the next episode we might as well name this one episode nine ten. Well, no, we ha- we only talked about the first little part. We we only talked about the end of the Josh um, Jacqueline thing. We that's the only we it, talked about half of end, 
we fully talked about the all the wedding stuff all the like periwinkle yeah we didn't talk <laughs> the only thing oh no yeah the only thing we, the only thing we didn't talk about was uh the the photo shoot and uh michael and paul make the rings and i hated that i was like when paul and micah made the rings i was like oh that's how micah that's how i know that micah doesn't give a shit about this there's no way that white girl spent her whole fucking life being like i want a vintage for glam wedding not thinking about having some emerald cut princess cut something she doesn't want something soldered like by like some dumb blacksmith i couldn't believe that oh god oh my god why would we do we just continue talking about this this is confusing we should it would also help me with editing too because like i can't edit five episodes like last week was bananas for me i was mildly angry (laughs) no but yeah i get it no i get it okay well that's so weird (laughs) because we're tired it's it's midnight where i'm at and like it all makes sense to put it all together in our brains. Anyway, let's keep on going. That's, that was a false ending. Okay, we'll just edit that part. No, Calvin Klein. Let's talk about the Calvin Klein. Okay, so uh, this is where we she wants- we written. Chelsea lives her full fucking life and just is like, here, you bitches. This I'm on television right now, and just see so thing. It's called Love Is Blind. I'll tell you right now, it's called the Chelsea fucking show. I have Rocky. I have Pink appliances and you've already seen this bomb ass pilates body be doing whatever in calvin klein underwear and also you kept seeing calvin klein like is literally am i getting paid i should be getting paid it's like her secret she should be getting paid yeah now she's like i'm gonna have our engagement boudoir she says that since she was a little girl that she has envisioned having a boudoir shoot with her uh intended that like her fiance like wedding photos so they show up to this fiat for the to this fiat photographer right and the photographer has apparently no idea what he's there to do or what to shoot because she's like yeah these are um these are going to be engagement photos turned into boudoir photos like there's going to be like a, a storyline and he's like oh good i'm like you didn't think you should tell this man before you got there did you just like i guess they just she come doesn't all these- need to honey she's just like bodies underwear you do the rest. Yeah. She's like, it's going to be like, we're going to start with our clothes on and we're going to end with our clothes off on the bed and like in various positions. And let me tell you right now, I want to see those photos because I think that they might look great. But when she says that she's wanted it since she was a little girl, she's in her mid thirties. I'm like, what a dirty little mind little girl you had. Cause I would have never even known to even think about having something like that. Oh yeah. Marky Mark. They're all been doing it. Justin Bieber did it. You know, like everyone's in their like underwear. Like it's very Kate Moss to me. You know, that's obviously, you know, we my see rem- Kwame- like- yeah, Go ahead. we see Kwame's toes and I'm like, those toes have been through it. Those are toes that have walked a, 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 a thousand miles just to see you. Like I make fun of my dad's feet. Because I feel like my dad looked like he's his feet have never seen the light of day. It's like they are drastically a different color. Now that's not Kwame's issue, but Kwame looks like he's been kicking rocks. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you know it's so funny. Like Wiz Khalifa had to like come out with a poem talking about don't talk shit about my feet because people were talking shit about his feet. I hate men's feet. I unfollowed a man today that's a interior designer of the classic traditional sense because he posted a picture of his feet and I was like I. You can't, I can't be, you can't be trusted. I, I mean, I hate men's feet. I think they should be outlawed. I can't stand them. I feel bad saying that, but the other half of me isn't because there's so many things that we have like said, like women can't show or be or like have in public. And women are 
intrinsically more beautiful and more pleasing to the eye in every way possible. And I just hate men's feet. I hate, I, I think they are, even if they're, I guess maybe they have to be really great to be like something that I want to look at. But even when they're like pedicured, I guess they're always awkward shape. They look disgusting. They've like half a toe's been cut off, you know, like, I don't know why men's feet are so shaped horribly. Like it's women that have to wear these horrible shoes that like give us bunions and everything. Men have the free whateverness to just wear sneakers all day or ugly sandals or whatever the hell. And yet men's feet look like they've been to war and <laughs> men have been to war, but like men's feet have been in comfortable <laughs> boots the entire time. You know, like uh, why? Tell me if it makes sense to you. <laughs> what? It does. I, I mean, I get it. If you don't want to have to see their feet, I understand it. I mean, I don't love it. Um, especially when I see a man's foot in a thong sandal and the thong sandal or the slide is too big for their fucking foot. So that's what I hate as well. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Um, but anyways, they Chelsea and Kwame have another conversation about whether or not he can settle down. And then he fucking tells her, no, this is not in this episode. Uh, I don't know when it is, but he, I'm just going to skip because I don't know where we are. Wait, let me, okay. So let me tell you. So then there's also this other thing they're going to set up too, which makes no sense. And like the boring couple gets even more boring where suddenly Tiffany's crying and upset because she is scared or has a lot going on. And so Brett has to suddenly spring the action by like, bringing her on a puddle jumper plane that he definitely didn't pay for the producers did to a room where he just listen put pictures he took of her in cheap frames and the pictures are not great <laughs> they're not great like this is not a man that's like a brilliant photographer who happens to be as on love is blind and is showing us his art through his love this is a man who on what looks like an iphone 7 okay Wait took a, a bunch of pictures not portrait mode no not portrait mode and then got them printed up at a fedex kinko and then went to cbs and got the silver frames honey put them in the silver frames had a pa go put them in a weird weird wooden room then had production pay for a pedal jumper. She gets in the pedal jumper. She gets in the wood room. She's like, oh my God, I'm so surprised to see three pictures of me, of me. Thank you for these three pictures of me that you took two days ago. You don't think that you would have loved that? I feel like she was stressed because she had to plan a wedding. She had to get her family there. She has to tell the bridesmaids to do whatever. I think, I think we would all be stressed in that moment. No? Now his remedy is weird. Like, take me to a spa. Fuck that yeah. dinner. How much is the puddle jumper? How much is that plane to do the, to go to the room? I can't even. I can't even tell you all. Like that part drives me crazy. Like, how much was the plane? <laughs> I know the production paid for it, but like in, but like if I was to like suspend that disbelief and be like, you paid to 
go to this what island that you couldn't get to anywhere else for the three pictures in the silver i can't stand it you know like we've been wronged she says that she deserves him like she's so happy that they met each other because he's like the yin to her yang or whatever and like they're happy so um micah and paul make rings which we already kind of talked about i didn't watch it i'm gonna tell you right now i was cleaning out my tub i went to take a bath before i came to you and i was scrub-a-dub dubbing my tub and i heard her like yeah like yeah and then like this is gonna really show that we like love each other and when we get married and well so i didn't care um yeah it's kind of like being like oh you know it's kind of that thing where it's like you don't if you don't care because it's not it's not meaningful at all to you it's like there's no way on god's green earth she'd be okay with that if it was the meaningful like relationship and ring that it's supposed to be but because it's this it's like oh yeah let's have our engagement party at meetable times totally i don't care <laughs> yeah. Uh so then Kwame calls his brother because his mother is not answering the phone. He's already texted her and she doesn't cannot give a shit. So she's not answering. And the brother's like, Well, you know how mom is. You can't expect her to change her mind. But like, do what you gotta do for you, bro. And Kwame, like, is you know, he's going through it, right? Um, so then we have a I, I need to say this because we can talk. I I want I want to finish talking about Zach and Bliss's father was this episode Blizzard 11 father yeah no we didn't is it, is it an watch- episode is it episode okay it's not we so have not kwame, watched 11 yet kwame the next day tells a glasses wearing chelsea in her robe in the bed that when and if they get married which is really a big if they actually get married after that he doesn't think it's right for her to take his last name until his mother approves. Chris, if I were her, I would literally get up and <laughs> exit the exit. I would stand up and I would look at the nearest producer and I would say, thank you for your time. But this is now over. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. How do I say goodbye? To what we had. The good times that made me laugh. Oh, wow. She pointed to herself to, like, let me take it. it. I'm singing it. Okay. (laughs) That will remain. Wow. And I think okay. <laughs> the memories be my be sunshine after the rain. Oh, let's it's start. so hard to say goodbye to my home. To her, to her homie? Um, there's another version of it. Oh, okay, um, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's very hard to stop singing that song when you already started singing it. Um, but yeah, basically, go ahead. Yeah, like I can't even believe that he would say that to her. Yeah. It's your turn. You say what you think. So uh, yeah, it's he lays it on the line because he tried to turn it around in the clothing shop to be like, you're confrontational and you, and I'm in hell. And now he like, 
really goes into letting her know how on shaky ground she should feel with him. Now, knowing my love is blind, this can be a little bit of an editing red herring. Sometimes the editing of the show seems a little lazy. And sometimes I can see it being maybe like a little smart. Like I think the the easy, the lazy editing is a lot of the like Tiff and Brittany, you know, like who's Brittany storylines. Sorry, Tiff and uh, Brett. Oh, <laughs> um, there's so many people, so many costs, so many characters. So, but let's get into this Zach meeting Bliss's dad. Obviously, we've already met Bliss's mom, and that was you know a home run with Bliss's mom basically being like Zach. Uh, if you have a mom now and me, like if this works out, I am your mom too. You know, and Zach obviously has a dead stripper mom, and so that's really great for him. And um, we've met Zach's family, which is you know his like cousin and his sister. And then, you know, now it's time to meet Bliss's dad, you know, and Bliss's dad walks in with Bliss's dad's step, uh, Bliss's dad's wife, who is her stepmom, who looks kind of like Bliss's mom. And then another young girl who, and then a young boy. And they're described as like, I think her half brother, half sister, mm-hmm. the half sister has aviators on like Tom Cruise, Tom Gun, Top Gun aviators, honey, they will not leave her. Like she whatever she whatever it's hiding like she wants it to hide and she has like a fur rabbit vest on with short sleeves and and listen i know she was probably thinking that she was incognito or perhaps she was thinking she was being cool but it was all a choice and the wrong one and her mother should have stopped it yeah absolutely it's just like hey uh you can do whatever you want but you're about to be on tv right now and you live in my household also i also feel like i couldn't tell if she had crumbs around her mouth what looked like pirate booty crumbs Mm, I don't know what was going on, but it was it was bad. And at some point, the shady ass cameraman decides to take a shot of the rest of the table through her gold aviator lenses. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, you guys really want us. You really are making fun of a preteen is what you are making fun of, like a maybe a 14 or 15 year old who's thinking she's doing some really cool shit right now. And we're all we're we're all in there making fun of her with you now. I don't know if the stepmother is like Samoan or like Tongan or like Pacific Islander at all. I can't, I can't place it. I can't place where her dad's from. His name is Shaw, which I was like Middle Eastern. I don't know. I don't, I I just, I was trying to figure it out. I don't know, but that man, and I'm going to say it and I feel bad. He's an asshole. Uh, He, I mean, you can feel the way you want to feel, but that back and forth making your daughter like defend herself on national television because you think you're so right is like, is like wrong. Um, so the man sits down and Zach attempts to like talk to him about how he's, you know, doing the criminal justice thing and how like, you know, the one thing, the crime that's most committed is pulling people over and taking their licenses. And that's like counter counterproductive to the criminal system. And like, this is what I want. And the dad's like, uh huh, yeah, okay, great. Uh, he's like, yeah, I can talk a lot. Dad's like, and I'm just like, I feel bad because I don't want to go in on Bliss's father because obviously she loves that man. That man raised her and made her feel like a whole human being, right? But I, in that moment, was really grateful that my dad would not behave that way in front of folks. Um, I was really grateful that he, a, would have at least pretended to understand what that what Zach was saying and would have come back with some kind of intelligent response like oh i never thought of it that way that's really interesting like someone's trying to make con- make contact with you and someone is just trying to bridge the gap and you are so 
annoyed with how much of a dumb idea this is that you have lost all decorum yeah he really treats bliss as if bliss has made a string of bad decisions in her life like multiple pregnancies or multiple marriages or multiple stints like he there's some it's like that kind of i always think of rebecca from 90 fiance when people's like family members do not trust their decisions and the manner in which they react to their decisions is indicative of having been disappointed in a majority of the choices they've seen this person make in their lifestyle in their lifetime now i don't think that bliss has it doesn't feel like bliss has made them any bad choices Mm -hmm. it almost more feels like her dad is into some very intense power trip Mm -hmm. and her dad's the way that this younger daughter has glasses on like she doesn't want to share space with any of these people and the way that bliss's stepmom will sit there and not say one thing but let her eyes do the talking in the form of tears running down her face makes me feel like this man isn't to be trusted when it comes to emotional decision making Mm -hmm. also he's been divorced okay so he's Mm -hmm. been divorced right like we know this already because she's from you know obviously bliss is uh from divorced parents and she says that she's like i had to sit through the the destruction of that and believe me i don't want it and he's acting like he has a never been a divorce and b like she doesn't know what that is and also c like he didn't cause one in his life probably multiple so her being like oh i've sat through your idea of a marriage and what that is and i'm telling you i'll never have it so you don't fucking have to worry it felt like that energy it really was because he wouldn't even like he was like marriage is serious and she's like yeah dad it is remember the times that you've been married yes i was just so shocked that this woman sat there and didn't at least put her hand on his shoulder touch his arm to be like hey 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 Hey, hey, TV, we are on it. Netflix, real place. You know, it's just like, I mean, like, I, my mom is, she's not meek, but I, she, sometimes, because she doesn't necessarily know what to say, we'll just kind of sit there sometimes if my dad is, is ranting and raving. But like, but then she'll be like, shut up, Ira. Like, at some point, she gets to her limit and she'll tell him to shut up, okay? Even if he doesn't listen. There is a, a point where she's like, ah. <laughs> that woman just cried. And I felt sorry for her. Because yeah. what are her arguments like with her husband? She is, yeah, they're not, she doesn't get to really have them. It felt like she, she, it felt like she dared not say anything. He gets up, Zach, and he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Which I was like, wow, that was P-U-S-S-Y. <laughs> Sit your dumb ass down. Sit your dumbass down there's like i don't know if maybe that was the power that bliss was like waiting to for him to get up because maybe i don't know i don't know if she should have stepped in earlier or i don't i just don't know what it was when he said he had to go to the bathroom i was like sit down (laughs) don't give don't run into a cave this man smells blood and you are you were running away wounded and you're gonna let bliss i get it i get why you're gonna let bliss fight her father but at least sit there or like get up and go sit next to her. Like, I think a power move would have been for him to get up and go stand behind bliss and put his hand on her shoulder to like help her through this moment. 
because he just left her there to d- defend it on her own. I completely agree. I don't like Zach, but I think that he also think that he was trying to give space to the dad to say whatever the dad was going to say that he thought that the dad was not going to say in front of him. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Um, good take, good take. But yeah, that dad was, know. was awful. What did Twitter say about the dad? You said that that Bliss was was is there Bliss any- was trending. You know, like they they just like love the way that Bliss like you know like held her Bodied on with her, her dad. dad. Also, the difference between the mom just being like Zach, I can be any mom, and the and the dad just being like I fucking hate yeah how much you talk i fucking hate that you're a lawyer i don't know what i don't know this crime justice stuff i don't know if i'm if i'm just so dumb i don't know what the words you're saying or i don't know if i'm just like super conservative that i feel like if well if you get pulled over you should you should get the death penalty you know like i'm not quite sure you know like yeah he's like my dad's from the twin cities or the two cities or the tri-state area or whatever the hell and he's like oh really he's like yeah if you're supposed lawyer like he says he's a supposed lawyer at some point and I'm just like, you're really terrible. Like you can you can hide behind it and say that you're only protecting your daughter, but like you're not. You're you are being destructive to her choices in life, and you are not being supportive at all. And I know he comes back for the wedding and like tells her as he's walking her down the aisle that she doesn't have to like stoop low or something. Like basically, you don't have to just make any choice you want to make or whatever i don't know i just didn't like him and i i get it she she has she has to be strong and hold her own against that kind of power in her house and i can only imagine that like what she went through and what her mother went through i know but i want her mom to like have maybe have watched that scene and just been like a little like you did what I couldn't do for years, you know, which yeah. is like, let that man talk over you. Don't let that man t- think that he is going to end with a point being made that's clear and concise. That's like, especially when they're not, you're going to be like, that's not, no, you know, so I, I get that. But um, we did it for you. We w- rolled with the punches and just like that, one episode rolled into another, like an avalanche, just growing as it rolls into one big traumatic event. Yeah. I mean, we told you where to find us on social media, and we told you that you can go to uh, patreon.com slash docusweeties. Um, we saved myself having to edit two different things, so we loved it. Um, Chris, you have anything else to say? You know what? we love you and wherever you're listening wherever you are right now we we want you to know how much we appreciate you thank you for being along for this ride um love may be blind but we hear it loud and clear when it comes to uh, our listeners you almost did it girl you almost did it congratulations you can edit that you can edit that make it better uh no we really appreciate you guys thank you so much for um being with us and love is in the air so you know as as we kind of like watch the show about love just know that whoever is going to be out there for whoever wants uh someone in their life you know what it turned to the mic it's 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 just about to happen yeah, it is. All right, guys. Bye. Why hates me? Bye.